Welcome to Addicted to Triathlon. Whether you've been doing triathlons for years or you want to do your first one and don't know how to start, listen to our podcast, read our articles, check out our videos, and ask us questions. We would love to be part of your journey to becoming addicted to triathlon. Welcome to our Addicted to Triathlon podcast. Yes, so addicted. <laughs> so I'm John. And Caitlin. We are the hosts of this new podcast that's coming out to you. So why don't we introduce ourselves and what we've been doing? Go ahead. We just did. <laughs> okay. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Go ahead. You start. We've been doing What's your history since 2009. Who's been doing triathlon since 2009? Uh, yeah, 2009. How did you do a triathlon before me? Maybe it was 2010. Oh, in 2009, I was doing like half marathons. So I was staying home with the kids. I needed something to do. I homeschooled all the way up to high school. But that's another story. I wanted to lose weight off my pregnant weight that wouldn't leave and just start doing half marathons. And then later on, by 2010, I was getting bored already. So it was time to do more because you said you wanted to, to do something. Right. So back then you were doing your marathon training. The kids and I were following you around every two miles, giving you a towel and... Um, and the kids would hang on trees and... And we'd give you water every two miles for your marathon training. And you were inspiring me to do something, but I hated running. So that's how I started doing triathlon. And running is like my favorite. Right. So you used to run way back when. Tell us about your running. Oh, like, like when I was 10 or 7, it like started that far back. Like my mom would put me in jawbathons and I'd do like three mile little ones and I was so proud of myself and I, my mom got me a little coach and I thought I was so cool. You're cool if you're doing jawbathons. No one uses that word anymore, jawbathons. <laughs> so how old are you? Yeah, that was jawbathons. How old are you? I'm 49 now, which is hard to say because this year I'll be a big 50. How old? How old was that in India? Big five. Oh. Okay, good. So, yeah, it's kind of hard when I was doing a triathlon just a little a couple a week ago and they were putting my my age on my leg. It was kind of hard to tell how old I was. And what did they put on your night? The big five. Oh, oh 50. Okay, <laughs> good. Well, I'm older than you, so I'm 57 now, but I'll be 58 this year. So they put the big five eight on my my calf too. Yeah. So you were doing you were running, and you ran through your childhood. Yeah. And let's see, you actually started running again after we got married. How long ago was that we got married? Nineteen ninety nine. So what's that make that? Twenty how many? Four oh, twenty long years. <laughs> Four long years. Okay. <laughs> So we've been married 24 years, yeah. and you had started running again, and you've run a couple, a few 5Ks when we used to live in California. Jogathons. And, and I won my very first one in Anderson, California. 
and I, I'm trying to remember. It was like in a park. I didn't realize I even won. Yep. Did I win the whole? Did I win the whole race? You won your age group. I won my age group, and so, so that same year, we we moved. We moved to Houston in 2008. Mm-hmm. And so, got situated, and then I'm like, well, I won. I won this race in California, so like, let's try longer so I can lose weight. And, and you were just getting longer and longer and longer. I don't think you did any 5 or 10Ks. You just started training for half marathons. Yeah, just because I wanted to lose weight. So, and I did. So that brings us... And I ate a lot of pizza. Yeah, pizza's great. <clears throat> and so you started doing that, and I wanted to do something. So my background was I was... You're a swimmer. No, I was not a swimmer. You did Ivy. I did. Yeah. In high school, I ran track and cross country. I also did football and wrestling. I had a major knee injury in high school. So my doctor said I couldn't wrestle or play football anymore. So that's how I started uh, doing cross country. And I was already on the track team. But my senior year... I decided to join the swim team, and I didn't know how to swim. So that was very interesting. So that's how you've been teaching me to swim. Yes, so I had to do, I had to do extra, extra remedial training <laughs> for me and my friend. We both didn't know how to swim. So we, we would drive um, 45 minutes to this other town and would do special training in this very small pool. Um, he had this very small, I think it was only two feet deep lap pool. So we would learn how to do it right. Yeah, I ended up lettering. I did the backstroke, I did the relay, and I did diving. Um, so that was pretty interesting. It was, I had to learn fast. So then what'd you do? And then at that time I was doing, uh, well, after high school I started uh, doing cycling. Because that's what my doctor said. Oh, yeah. We need to start doing bike cycling. Racing. So then I started doing bike racing through college. Um, I like doing the time trials, which is just you against the clock. So that's where um, I think I like triathlon because it wasn't drafting. The other races that I had, you know, you're with a team and you're with a big bunch, kind of like what you see on the Tour de France. But the time trial is just you against the clock. So I think I like... You did it with a... A team. I did. I had a team. Yes. So we did the, the team when I was in college. Um, and then I've always been doing cycling pretty much. Even when you met me, I was cycling. Oh, yeah. And you got pulled over. I, that was, that <laughs> I got pulled over for speeding on my bike. Yeah. Um, so I took that. I took the swimming so and I took we the dating. running. So we were dating and all the working out went to heck. Because <laughs> we were so busy dating and eating and... And then getting married and having kids. Married, having kids. Yeah. So after, when you start doing, getting back to it in your marathon training, and then um, I decided to do a little triathlon, which was a sprint triathlon. Yeah. So you went there with me, cheered me on. It was a little 
300 meter swim in a pool, outdoor pool. It's a lake. No, it was at that YM, YMCA pool in, I think it was Pearland. Oh. Pearland, yeah. Pearland, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it was a 10, 10 mile bike ride and then a 5K run. Do you remember when you saw me on the bike? What did I, do you remember what I said? I said, I got two flats. Oh, yeah. My first triathlon, I got ten flats, and and you still made it. Yeah, I fixed it, and then I um. I would have quit. And then, uh, yeah, I fixed the flats pretty quick because I knew how to do that. And then I finished, and I didn't know if I ever wanted to do another one again. Yeah, but then you figured out. Oh, it was because of the the humidity, the heat, the heat you, in Texas. The tires were supposed to be pumped up to psi. 100 and really you were we read about it or i read about it and said it's supposed to be down to 90. yeah you have to mm-hmm. de- deflate it a little bit so that when you ride it can expand so then he finally learned we both learned i never had a flat not yet yeah not yet uh well not in a race not in a race so that was my first triathlon i did another sprint triathlon that year that was also in a pool uh, the next spring, I did a triathlon with my first open water swim. And uh, so my first open water swim, and that was very interesting. So we'll talk about that in the future, about the difference between pool swimming and open water swimming. And then you decided you were going to do a triathlon, and the kids joined you. So all three of you did the same triathlon I did the year before. So you guys were out there, and you were jamming along. Hey, you're pretty cute. You're all cute. The kids were so cute. Yeah, what'd you think about after your first triathlon? Who, me? Yeah, you. My first triathlon. I'm trying to remember. What was my first triathlon? The one right down the street from where we live now. Oh, yeah. It was in the lake. No, it was in the pool, the first one. Oh, I was so, so nervous. You were nervous after you were done? No, I was nervous before, but I thought I was so cool after I got done. Yeah. I did it. Right, you did it. Did you want to do another one? Yeah. Then I was hooked. Then you were hooked. Okay. So after my first one, I don't know if I was hooked. So I had to do another one. And like to go back thinking like how I used to swim compared to now, like how did I make it? Yeah, we'll be talking about that too because <laughs> Caitlin had to start completely over on learning how to swim. Because so. swimming is my weakness, but that's another one, another podcast episode. Okay, so now we've gone in. We are catching up. Uh, We've done, I don't know, how many triathlons have you done? Probably 15. I don't count. And your farthest triathlon so far has been what? Olympic distance. For the newcomers, an Olympic distance is 1,500 meters. 1,500. Which is almost, almost a mile. 1,500, 25-mile bike, and a six-mile run. Yeah, 10K. Right. Yeah. So you did a few of those. So I haven't got to that training for my half Ironman yet. Boy, you're doing a half Ironman? Yeah. You let the cat out of the bag early? <laughs> so uh, I've done a lot of sprints and a lot of Olympics, and I've done two half Ironmans. I did Ironman, half Ironman Texas, or Texas 70.3 in Galveston, Texas. With the fishes. Yeah, and then I also did the uh, half Ironman uh, Florida, Florida 70.3 in Gainesville, Florida. So why did you decide you wanted to do a half Ironman? Because I've always wanted to do one, but we keep, 
we moved previously to Florida. Right. So we lived in Florida. We were on a triathlon team. And I was going to go. I signed up for a half Ironman. Where? Half first. Do you remember where? Augusta. Very hot Augusta. So we decided to move back here to Houston. <laughs> so we moved back to Houston. Didn't and, get the money. And then last year you were going to sign up for, or you did sign up. Which one was it? Lubbock. Lubbock. <laughs> and they canceled it. And they canceled it. <laughs> but they gave me back. But you got your money back, and now which which one are you so signed I up for? Was determined. Yeah. So Waco. Waco seventy point so three. You found Waco for me and said this would be a good one. Okay. Then that is in October. October. So part of what we'll be doing in these podcasts will be talking about your training. So you. Yeah, it's just a conversation. We're just hanging, reminiscing about. Our triathlons, our life, our working, busy life while doing triathlons. Right. Just real life. So are you are you scared about your half Ironman that you're going to do? I'm not scared. I just want to finish it before their cutoff time. Okay. You think you'll have a problem with the swim? Because you said that was your weakest. Yeah, probably the swim. But it's a downriver swim. I know, so that helps. So maybe when I do another one next year or whatever, maybe I can try one that's not a down river. Yeah, like in a lake because you don't want to swim in the ocean with the sharks. The ocean if I have to. We'll see. So I don't know if it's wetsuit legal. Was was it last year? Do you remember? Did they have people with wetsuits? Oh, in Waco? Yes. I don't remember. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I watched a video. So... The water may be cold enough where you'll be using a wetsuit, so you should have no problem if you have a wetsuit. You just have to practice with a wetsuit. So a lot of these things that we talk, we'll talk about during this, these podcasts are like, you know, just like that, swimming with a wetsuit versus not swimming with a wetsuit, and when you should you and when should you not. So the bike, I think it's a flat course on the bike, right? Um, yeah, a flat course. Okay. But then I, we talk to people... And they said that run is hilly. We're in Houston, so we got to find some kind of hillers, which isn't easy. Yeah, we have a little route bias. We call three bridges. <laughs> but there's no. It's, it's not. It's just bridges. That's the hills we get. Um, so we have to go find some hills. That was no problem when we lived in uh, Pensacola. It was hills everywhere. Okay, so we gotta, that's one thing we need to do is find a place with hills. Or you could sit on, run on your treadmill and put it up with an angle. That's no fun. Okay, so, so why are we doing this podcast? Good question. Just to reach out to people, give them ideas, because we listen to podcasts and we get ideas from other people. So, but some of them are kind of, um, some of the podcasts we listen to. They're like interviewing big triathlon people or like stuff for pros or people well beyond what we're doing. We're just little triathletes that just want to learn from other people, you know. Right. So if you are a person that are is interested in how to doing balance, something. How to balance life with doing triathlon. Yeah, you're, you, want, you want to do something. Like we were wanting to do something mm -hmm. um, to get 
more fit. And it's a lifestyle. So just want to reach out to other people and... And encourage them. Encourage is a lifestyle. Right. And even if, you know, you're, if you're overweight, um, I'm overweight right now. <laughs> I'm a little since we are started back again Getting my, or my swim muscle or you're older um and you think you can't go anymore because yes. you're old our last last week when we had our triathlon we uh saw a 72 year old woman who did the triathlon it was a sprint and she was sassy she said she started doing triathlons when she was 50 that was her first That's one really and she's 72. Yeah, she looked really well, good. She even had anyone watching her. She had no support. Um, but then we also saw, I saw a 74-year-old man pass me on the run. But then there was also, you saw, uh, how old was that? 84. 84-year-old man doing the same triathlon. All his hair, all his teeth. <laughs> he was tan and he looked really good. So you can be older, you can be overweight. To start triathlon, doing triathlons. Yeah, I lost, I think I lost 20 pounds when I was just doing my sprint triathlon training. So I had a before and after picture. So we want to encourage you if you're, you know, no matter your size or your age and how to help effectively add training to your busy schedule. Everyone has a busy schedule. We have a busy schedule our commute to work or half hour to an hour, depending on traffic in Houston. Yeah, like 50 minutes. So, you know, we we are challenged with that. We'll talk about stress management. And the computers and you're sitting at the desk and then you come home and you don't want to do anything. You just want to sit and watch Hulu. Yeah. All day, all night. So go to bed. Yeah, you just want a Netflix marathon. <laughs> so hopefully we'll be able to encourage you with that so that's that's uh, why we're doing this podcast so part of the podcast that we're going to talk about in the future obviously we're going to talk about swimming we'll probably start with uh how does how do how do you start swimming when you haven't been swimming for a long time and biking what kind of bike do you need what kind of training do you need for that and then running um you know everyone can run even if it's just walking or walk runs people do that in triathlons all the time oh yeah um and the training you can do the same thing uh, i mean like with the swimming the swimming that last triathlon yeah they had like a whole hour to swim yeah and it was only 500 meters so you can find triathlons that have that for long but plenty long time so we'll also talk about nutrition that's a big one because that's partly why I like doing triathlons, because then I can eat. I can eat when I want <laughs> instead of just eating, you know, but salads all the time. On the other hand, like, we can talk about, like, you don't eat enough. Right. Or you try to go a little carb, you eat completely wrong, and you're severely messed up. Right. We could talk about being fat adaptive, too, and how some people do that, but it makes it a little more difficult. But people can do it. The swimming makes you so hungry. Makes you really hungry. The running makes me want to go to bed. <laughs> I, the running makes me wide awake. Yeah, when I, I don't know why. When I hit the running part on the triathlon, I, that's the part I dread. I like the swimming and the biking. We'll also tell you 
you know, how to start a, a program. We can post some online on our website so you can see a generic one. We'll also eventually start adding like we, when Kaylin was doing her training, we videotaped her swimming. She's a much better swimmer now, but oh, we need to videotape each other's again. Yeah. yeah. Um, we have a whole bunch when we were in Pensacola to see what I look like now. So we'll have some, um, some of that, but how to start, how to get going, how to get motivated to being addicted to triathlon. Cause uh, like, like what else is there to do in your life? You work, you come home, sit and watch TV. Then what? You could have been. And you go red. I mean, you could like have other hobbies. You could do at night or. Right. Or other hobbies on the weekend, but. You could only do so much sewing or so much... Putting puzzles together. Puzzles, um, so much reading. Right. And that's just sitting. More importantly, we'd want to get you to understand that or how to keep it going. Once you start, how to keep it going so that you can keep doing it. Because since 2010 to now, 13 years for doing triathlons, even during the pandemic, we were still training. We signed up for triathlons and they had canceled them. Yeah. Um, because of the pandemic. So we were stuck inside. So we made our pain cave inside the house. Some bike trainers and a treadmill. We got a good treadmill. We would go out to the parks and run because we could do that in Texas. Yes. And then we would cough. And every snap. And then people would get out of your way. They would completely clear the path. That was the, that was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. Really, it was just our allergies. Right. And um, yeah, and you could bike on the same trails. And um, if you are in Houston, there's uh, some like a closed bike course that people ride over by um, Herman Herman Park, Memorial, Memorial Park. Park. Yeah, Memorial Park. There's places out there. To go, uh, it's just a loop. Yeah. So we can talk about that later. Go round and round in circles. 1.2 miles. Yeah. And then you can ride with other riders or you can so try to chase them. That's what we got through the pandemic, trying to keep our fitness. Right. And after the pandemic, our first triathlon that came back was in Katy, Texas. Oh, yeah. That was a pool swim. And everyone was so excited about that one. Oh, yeah. When it started. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Uh -huh. That was when I beat you. Yes, since then, you've been beating me and every yeah. triathlon. So it's 2020. It was the 2021. 2021 is when it, they opened it back up. Yeah, so I've got some making up to do on the running. Yeah. But, I mean, you have terrible, terrible knees. Yeah, that's for another story. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, we're getting towards um, a half hour in our podcast. Well, for you guys to listen in the car on your way to work. Or on the way home so you can put on some running shoes and get out and walk. Yeah. Or walk run for just a small or distance around the block. Bike ride or swim at your neighborhood pool. Yeah. Pools coming up. Pools are opening. Yes. This month. We're going to do that. Maybe we can do that this weekend instead of our inside. Oh, yeah. You can use that other pool. Our neighborhood pools are opening up, so. 
All right. So until then, we hope you come back and listen to Addicted to Triathlon. Bye. Bye. See ya.